so maybe there's something inside because people talk about superhero fatigue and yet you've just watched three seasons of the boys and you introduced it to me mm. and it is such a breath of fresh mm-hmm. air and it's still about superheroes yeah. but we're not tired with it yeah are we are we are we segueing into the boys now so we are segueing but okay. be- before we do there is this there is this general opinion that supposedly people are fatigued by superheroes dc and yeah. marvel but that isn't the case i think it's maybe to do with the sameness of the stories yeah and that's where the fatigue comes from because they're not saying anything different if i if i want to compare the boys to marvel there's only one movie that gets close to what the boys is trying to do and that's captain america too because it actually has a political message that is relevant the rest of the marvel stuff doesn't it's just all relating to superheroes they're not allegorical yeah, yeah. of anything that's relevant to us whereas the boys you, you recommended yeah. it so now we are talking about it you recommended it to me and i thought okay i kind of saw this i saw the poster on the website where i watch most of this stuff and it didn't catch my attention because yeah. i just saw superheroes and you said no you should watch it and you didn't explain why and i thought okay i'll just watch yeah, the yeah. first episode because I, I do actually trust you in certain things when it, when, it, when, it, when it comes <laughs> when it comes to taste just just so you know so i watched the first episode and i was like holy fuck this is amazing when a train <laughs> plows through that girl and at first oh god yeah. i thought there was a glitch in the episode so i i, I was like <laughs> because i was doing something he was talking to his girlfriend about joel that joel singer yeah i had to reverse it and, and then it's just a flash and then that his face is like responding to the, to the shockwave or the sound oh. wave of whatever and then all that blood comes out of nowhere and I was like what the fuck I still didn't get it yeah and then maybe I did it a third time because it was just so it just so left field yeah it just comes out of nowhere <laughs> it just comes out of fucking nowhere literally comes out of nowhere okay you've got my attention I like this this superhero <laughs> has fucked up and the show is telling you that superheroes make mistakes and they have done in the Marvel universe but this is not the same thing this is a genuine, I'm a piece of shit and I've made this mistake because I don't care about you mistake. Not, you've misunderstood me or these set of circumstances makes me look bad and that's not true. This is, I'm yeah. on drugs and I don't give a fuck and then I'm going to laugh about plowing through somebody in a bar late at night after the fact. I'm like, oh, okay, this is some dark shit I could get behind. <laughs> Le- left his, her hands are just there in his hands. It's just like, I had to rewatch some of the things on some scenes because I thought I'm mean, going to refresh myself with because we're going to talk about it and stuff. It's so hilarious watching some of the things back that I've seen, like um, refreshing season one. Because I think you've seen it all now, haven't you? I've seen it all. Yes. I, I. This is the difference between you and me. You said watch the TV show. I fucking binge watched three seasons of a TV show, <laughs> but I asked you to watch Hawkeye. Have you even finished Hawkeye? <laughs> no. See, it's it's wild, and I'm not the TV guy. You were the TV guy. I know, but I'm I'm very busy recently. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, some of the scenes, just like the dolphin thing, where he can, he, he he takes a dolphin in his van and he's talking to the dolphin, and then it flies out and gets fucking plowed over. Well, not only was he talking this... to the dolphin, the dolphin was asking him to ja- to jack him off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, it's just all oh, the bit where they plow into a fucking beached whale, and it's just like Jesus. Christ. Right, the deep thinks he's got them. <laughs> it was just like, uh. I was like, oh my god! And the deep is really upset, yeah. and he's trying to. 
oh, am I back on the team? Am I back on the team? And Homelander's like patting him on the shoulder on the side. Well done. Just just hang back. Just hang back. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm glad I'm glad you got into it really because it is it is such a good show. Like it's so fucking refreshing and it's so different and it's so shocking. And some of the scenes they do and it isn't just for shock value. Like some of this stuff does work. It's it goes with the story and goes with yes. the characteristics of these fucking characters. Um, cause it's like, it's basically heroes if they were based in like the real fucking world and if they were real pieces of shit and they're owned by a global corporation that's like, it would be like that probably like the, <sighs> not that they're just pieces of shit. It's that they're all as, they're all as self-serving as the rest of us. Yeah. Superheroes have to be better than us. That's why they're, that's why they're idealized, but they're being idealized for the wrong reasons in this, in this universe. Yeah. But I wonder does Marvel and DC exist in that universe? Yeah. As actual comics, not franchises and movie franchises. That would that would be like an Escher level. You know, Escher paintings have that weird optical illusion where you can see inside. Yeah, yeah. By, by, I wonder if it's if it could attain that level of uh, layering inside the show. Have you watched the animated yeah. shorts? No, I've watched some on YouTube, a couple of clips uh... here and there. But I might, I might, I might try out. It's di- diabolical, isn't it? Is it diabolical yes. as well? Yeah. Not varsity. I yeah. went above and beyond, Adam. Do you see? I went down a fucking rabbit hole and I was like, <laughs> what else has got has, have they got going on? Oh. Oh, okay. The boys um diabolical. There's one good episode of Diabolical. It's episode eight. I'm not gonna spoil it, but episode eight sort of fills in some of some of the events surrounding Homelander and uh Black Noir. Is there different styles of cartoon? Yeah, each one is different style. I thought so because I was getting confused when I was looking at it on YouTube. I was like, "Why are the different styles of cartoon?" But then it makes sense now. Makes sense. Episode one is sort of done in a Warner Brothers Hanna Barbera style. Episode two is Rick and Morty yeah. style, even with the pouty lips and the weird jelly eyes, you know, the jelly black eyes. Yeah, yeah. Right, but they're not overly yeah, I saw illustrative. Each of them. Not like, do you remember the Animatrix shorts? Yes, yes. Some yes. of them were like illustrated in a really nice detail and i think they were japanese these ones aren't like that these are just all different variations of what american animation is about okay nothing like take on me style where it's all sketchy i really enjoy homelander i just in this new season now he's just gone you think he's just like fuck it i'm doing anything i want and i just love i love that well he's masturbating on top of buildings telling you what you can do anything (laughs) and i don't think stormfront's dead really i don't think she's dead Oh, okay. I think she's still alive. Okay, but she she's... died off screen, man. It's classic TV one on one. You don't. I don't think she's dead. Okay, let me let me get through my notes and then we can talk generally ab- about the TV show again. I did like yeah. the fact that Vort rhymes with bought, and it's okay. it, it's all about the commercialization of these superheroes. I don't know if anybody else has picked up on yeah. that, or maybe it's just a reach. But Vort and bought. Did you notice when the Deep and the Eagle Arrow guy are talking? that okay. those two superheroes are respectively supposedly the worst superhero from either franchise, DC and Marvel. Because the eagle, eagle guy is the Hawkeye guy and the deep is Aquaman. Oh, I didn't, no, I didn't get that. And they're both supposedly no. the worst ones or the weakest ones in, in the Justice League or the, or the <laughs> Avengers, aren't they? And they're both hashing it oh, out, okay. trying to get... Oh, yes, yes. I remember now because you're refreshing my memory now. Yeah. They, they couldn't have done that by accident. It, okay, for the deep, it was deliberate because he is the worst one and he still is kind of the, the most useless one. But when you have the Hawkeye character come in, they didn't need to have a Hawkeye sort of parody character, did they? But they did that. And no. 
in terms of layering, when they catch the Japanese lady at the beginning and she's having flashbacks to a village, I thought because of the quality maybe of the stream or it was too dark on my iPad, I thought she was Vietnamese and okay. the French guy is so intent on like rescuing her or, or saving her or fixing her, whatever you want to oh, say. Yeah. And I thought because she's Vietnamese and he's French, he's trying to undo or uh, trying to go back against what the French did to the Vietnamese before the Americans stepped in because the French fought the Vietnamese first. I don't know if you know that. No? No, I'm not too familiar with that. Oh, okay. Then the Americans came in and just, obviously, they also lost against the Vietnamese. So I thought that's what was going on. But then she was Japanese. She was speaking to her brother. And then I realized, oh, that's a shame. The subtext would have been there. A French person trying to look after a Vietnamese person. That's all. But it could be reaching. And the other part was... Yeah. And this is just a nitpick. So I am jumping around my notes because these are the these are the things that I'm going to be critical of and then we can talk about the fun things again. Maeve shows up at the end of season two ready to kick Stormfront's ass. Stormfront's ass. And it was never established okay. that she would she had anything against Stormfront or she knew about what was happening with the plan. She's just, she's just there. But you have got this scene mm. which is probably more legitimate than the, the, than the all-girls scene in Avengers Endgame where they're all kicking the shit and it's like girls, girls can, girls can do it. Girls get it done. Yeah, girls get it done. And they're all just sticking the boot in on Stormfront. And I thought, that's interesting because you've got superhero powers, but you're just resorting to the most basic ways of attacking somebody, stamping and kicking and... They're just beating the shit out of her. And then she flies Uh, away. But I didn't realize that Stormfront could be harmed permanently. I thought she could like have... I thought she had healing powers. So when Rebecca sticks the knife in, in her eye, oh, she actually lost that eye. She can actually be harmed. I don't know. They haven't tested Homelander, but supposedly Homelander is so powerful that, that 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 the woman who can just look at you and blow up your brain won't even dare try to take on Homelander. I think that because um, the his son isn't it the the one that burned her and like yeah. basically to a crisp. So I think he's meant to be really powerful in some sort of in the future or whatever. That's why he's able to do that because Homelander couldn't actually fully burn her or something. Yeah, somebody that was the thing. It. Homelander burning Stormfront and Stormfront's like yeah baby turn me on and then his son can hurt her and a knife in the eye can hurt her so the power levels weren't fully explained but to go back on Maeve Maeve then jumps ahead to get in front of Homelander to stop him killing uh, the British guy oh butcher and the last part was and this is where we can talk about some of the other aspects of the show because it's on Amazon Prime and there's so much blood and guts and in the first episode, you see that little man jump inside that woman's vagina. I thought, damn, there's going to be lots of great sex in this show. And there isn't. There's hardly a tit. There's more tit in the animated series that I watched. Really? Apparently, the next episode is meant to be really graphic. They put out a warning. They said it's called Herogasm or something. Yeah, it's supposed to be based on something even worse from the comics that they've actually said we're not doing in the, in, in the episode. Oh... <sighs> I was wondering what it could be. This this could be deliberate because it's so well considered as a TV show. Maybe they're deliberately not going full on with the sex because America glorifies violence and they don't glorify nudity, and so they're deliberately playing up yeah. that part to it. Part to it where we us just go insane with the violence. Let's just have heads pop, laser people in the fucking face yeah. when Homelander kills kills his girlfriend in the end of season one. All this random shit yeah. using a baby with laser eyes to chop people apart. It's extreme amounts of violence, and yet you don't even get you don't even get a tit in this TV show. A couple of couple of flaccid no, dicks. No, that's it. It's crazy, isn't it? It's I want crazy. some. I want some pussy. I want some tit, just like in Game of Thrones. 
give me give it to me you don't get it I'm kind of frustrated by that for artistic reasons i can also understand well a guy did get attacked by a guy's penis in one of the episodes that's, that's, that? yeah that's that's the point you can watch a guy explode another guy up from inside his dick and yet you can't watch you can't see a like i keep repeating myself a bit of tit that that opening episode of season three he's just there like <laughs> awesome this guy's yeah. dick crawls into his dick and i'm like what, what is going on tapping on it like a pair of <laughs> bongo drums and it's getting him off get get inside my like, um, <laughs> prostate Ooh. i saw him like switch and i'm like oh no this is not what, what he's gonna do is it and he fucking sneezed and then it was just like Right. It's just what you imagined it would happen. And you're like, huh? And then, <laughs> For a brief second, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then the guy, the black guy who says he was having sex with a woman who climaxed while she was freezing and it froze his dick off. And he has to walk around with the public shame of having no dick. And yet, and yet there's not enough tit. <laughs> I just want some tit. <laughs> That's your only criticism. I want some boobs. I mean, normally, <laughs> normally movies will give you at least some tit. This doesn't give you any. <laughs> it pisses me off. It's the worst part of this TV show. Oh. Otherwise, the mystery about the mystery about the head popping was really interesting, and I wish they didn't reveal it yeah. at the end of season two, because at the beginning of season two, you had the lady whose head exploded, and it, it was never explained. And I'm thinking, how yeah. did that happen? And does that mean that that congresswoman was nearby watching her? I guess so. But then why didn't she head pop everybody else? unless she knew she wanted them so early in the show. And then at the end, when they're having the court trial, everyone's heads is popping. In the, in the anarchy, why didn't she try and kill Homelander? She could have tried it, because she was there. I think he's just too powerful. I think he's just... I don't know what his power level is, but he just seems to be the ultimate sort of, like, you can't fucking hurt this guy. Like, he's just such an impenetrable sort of god type. Yeah, but that was an opportunity to test it. And he's just looking around like... He's confused, though. Why are these heads popping? So you know, as an audience member, it's not him doing that. It's not his plan. And you expect him to be doing that. But in that anarchy, she could have tried because now she's left alone. She got rid of Vought, the Vought guy. And now she's on her own versus Homelander. And Homelander's like, what would it be like to pop my head? Yeah, he's just kind of like, I'll give it a try if you want. He he doesn't seem worried at all. He's just like, it's like he already knows. Like, she can't do fuck all. And I thought she only popped heads until the first episode of season one. Season, uh, sorry, episode one, season three. Where she just makes that whole guy explode. Yeah. Once she's popped his mouth open. And just boom, all of it's gone. I'm like, okay, so why did you need a cleanup crew if no one saw you? Why? I, I didn't understand the, it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no evidence. The effects, it's a very, the effects are so good in this show. You just sent me a tweet of the she-e-o she thing for Ashley. Yeah. This account, they're doing a parody, aren't they, of yeah. S- stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's a, weird, it's a weird account. I've come across it before and I thought, oh, hang on, it's probably spoiling something for me. So I'll, I'll dip out of it. They do parody sort of stuff. They have a real, like, it's a real world thing because they do, like, adverts for, like, their films and stuff within that world. Oh, so it's in, like an inverse, in-universe real uh, Twitter account. Yeah, it's quite funny because The Deep's got one for his, his movie um, yeah, on YouTube as well, which is funny, yeah. You just reminded, reminded me of another point. I have to, I have to focus on this. But Ashley, when you see her in season one and she's that sniveling little assistant, you know how some people, when they're, when you, when they're audition, they're perfect for the part. Ashley, the woman who plays Ashley, she's perfect for the part, but doubly so because of her nose. Okay. She's got a nose that comes with someone 
who is a sniveling fucking assistant asshole who thinks too much of themselves. <laughs> okay. You know when they draw caricatures and cartoons and the character has like a big nose or big ears and it's supposed to represent something. There's a subtext to it. Like Mr. Burns, okay. he has a really big nose and he's got weak hands. Yeah. That kind of thing. So he's old and pointed and gnarled. And the woman who plays Ashley has, has that kind of nose which is actor appropriate itself. Especially when she's upset and and her and her nostrils the 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 they flare open. And <laughs> don't think anyone's fully pointed this out, but okay. <laughs> and and then the woman the woman who can make people's heads explode, she's got yeah. a big nose as well. But I think she's got such a gorgeous nose. There's just something about it. I I never I've never watched a show where the noses hit me in the face. <laughs> As much as they Is do. Is that the in lack the show. of breasts that are making you pick up on people's noses? <laughs> yeah, probably. I've 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 found the next kink, the next thing to sexualize. And there's just Jesus something. Christ. There's just something like, oh, she's got really nice nose, and it's only been, <laughs> and it's only been on my mind because Raya has a distinctive nose, and I like her nose. And then children right, okay. that I teach, the children that I teach. Also, talk about my nose. Noses are a pretty big deal in in Asia. And so this attention that I'm getting. So kids say, oh, you have a big nose. And I say, but I'm bigger than you. So relatively speaking, everything is bigger about me. And I'm trying to dismiss this concern that I have a big nose. And I don't think my nose is big. So these little fucking shits are giving me a complex. But then I have adults come up to me (laughs) and they say, oh, you've got such a big nose. I love it. And I'm like, why do you love a, my big nose? Oh, it's a Western nose. I've got a tiny little Asian nose. <laughs> you get a you get a complex about your nose. People making me aware of noses and through osmosis, <laughs> I'm picking up on other people's noses now. But Ashley, the person who plays Ashley, has a really distinctive nose, and so does that Indian lady. Oh, this one turns me on, and this one just this one just seems actor appropriate. <laughs> I, I like them both, but what, one of them is just lovely, and it's just it's just an odd detail that I'm focusing on. So every time she's on in the scene, I'm just looking at this nose. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a random tangent. There is probably no sort of discussion about the boys online that then delves into the nose. I don't know of each character. What's on the dark the web? <laughs> What's on that anime thing you introduced me to? Section thirty-seven or whatever it was. Title thirty-seven. Oh yeah, uh, rule thirty-four. There you go. Rule, rule thirty-four. Rule thirty-four. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, hell. Otherwise. I really enjoy the show. I like the fact that it's satirical. It makes me wonder why Star Trek is so shit in terms of writing when you've got a really good team here that it's that is providing serialization that is consistent and you've got different writers stepping in yeah. to to focus on different aspects of the show. Like what is their problem? They've taken aspects of like what was like the comic, wasn't it? And then they've turned it into this TV show which is now being probably praised as being better than that original material. And it's like, why can't you do something with an existing property like Star Trek that's got like loads of history and back catalogue of everything? And you're like, we're just going to completely probably retcon in things that don't exist and yeah. change the sort of laws and the universe around things. It's like, why? Just just play with the sandbox that's present you're presented with right now and build on that. People see people see canon as a as an obstacle, and they don't want to write around yeah. obstacles. That's the worst thing you could probably give a writer obstacles oh you can't do this you can't do that and then they just say i'll give up on it and you've got the fans as well who who expect you to to adhere to canon but i do agree with what joseph said on the other podcast where you can't expect this tv show to adhere to canon because the canon is from 60 years ago 
another TV show yeah, from 60 years okay. ago. Now, it would be pretty fucking awesome if it did, because that's respecting the source material. At the same time, things have progressed 60 years from when the show was created to now, and I think this show should say, we're going to reboot Star Trek. And if you reboot it, then the canon doesn't matter. So part of me can forgive this show, and I do say so in the podcast, that I don't care about the canon. I'll just criticise it for its own mistakes. I really feel like you can sort of respect everything that's come before, but then just build on it in a constructive and streamlined and just really cool way, other than just like shoehorning things in and changing things completely and i agree just dis- it seems like a disrespect also of like what's come before it's like complete disrespect of these things and the thing is like you've got a fan base already established years and years of people that have watched this fucking material that's been out for for years and then it's just like a, it's like a, a kick in the face and that's why people get all pissed off about it and that it annoys them because it's, it is it does feel like a complete disregard for everything that they've sort of watched over the years, everything they've come to love, just respect things. You can you can build something new, have that respect, and then have that sort of care and that sort of knowledge that you've got all this sort of characters, all these all this universe to play with, and you're just going, nah, fuck it, I'm just gonna do this, and it's not gonna make any sense. So fuck you. And that's what it seems like in the most case. I agree with you, and you should know that I want to be objective because I'm writing my own Star Trek show. And the the level of care that I'm putting into it slows me down because I have to adhere to canon on some level. I want to get the names right. I want to get the star dates right. It's also because I made a promise that I could write a TV show that would stick to canon. Yeah. But with this TV show, I can I can say, okay, just leave it. It's 60 years ago. Fuck it. But but please just say it's a reboot. Don't say it's still playing in the same universe as TOS, yeah. TNG, and stuff like that because it doesn't do that. And if the creators actually said, we're just, we're just going to reboot it, there's nothing wrong with saying that. You're not going to lose fans. Yeah. If anything, you're going to gain fans. And I have to put it in my head, in my head canon, that this is a reboot in order to accept the show yeah. for what it is. But I did see someone on Reddit, they said, why does everyone complain about not sticking to canon? If the writing is good, canon doesn't matter. And so I just replied and said, you know what I want for my next Star Trek show? I want the Millennium Falcon using warp speed with King Kong with a giant fuck-off lightsaber standing on top of the Millennium Falcon, fighting Terminators who also have lightsabers. Because if canon doesn't matter, then the universe doesn't matter, and I'll have anything I want. So that would make for a great Star Trek episode. King Kong in a Starfleet uniform with lightsabers fighting Terminators on the back of the Millennium Falcon, going through warp speed. Now, as we know, the Millennium Falcon doesn't do warp speed, it does hyperspace. So... (coughs) I get to have it every way I want. You have to have a universe that's consistent. Surely, otherwise the the dragons from Game of Thrones can be in Star Trek or Marvel Universe. Yeah, the Marvel Universe yeah. at least sets up the idea of a multiverse, so you could have dragons at some point, superhero dragons. You could do. I mean, there's a fucking universe of paint. Yeah, they did. So you can yeah. have the ridiculous, and they make a joke out of it, and they play with it, and it's fine. And no one complains about the canon in Marvel because Marvel is saying the canon actually is up for grabs now because we can do whatever we want by inserting shit from other universes and you've got different rules and different canon whereas with star trek star wars as well uh they violate it and they don't seem to care but but because you haven't seen obi-wan kenobi i will say that the show doesn't violate canon they just they just fuck okay, around say, they just fuck around in gonna, different ways yeah i was gonna say it is they are toying they are being on dangerous territory there with like because obi-wan and it's like the years before star wars the first you know the well that one the original ones. They take some liberties, but every, all the liberties aren't infecting the canon. 
So they're actually pretty faithful to what happens in A New Hope. And if anything, it actually strength- it strengthens A New Hope. From what, I've, from what I've seen, there's a lot of stupid shit in some of these episodes. There's a lot of stupid shit. Don't get me wrong. There is a ton of shit that you think that should not have happened. So I guess that is a canon violation. I think I've seen one thing where it looked kind of ridiculous about on the thumbnail. It was like Obi-Wan with an overcoat sort of thing over over him. And he had, was it Leia in that yeah. coat? And they were sort of being walked out through this hangar full of, full of stormtroopers. <laughs> That's just an example of ridiculous plotting, not a canon violation. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not a canon violation. It's just ridiculous writing. You're just suspending your belief for a second to think this guy in a beard when all the Imperial stormtroopers, all the Imperial officers are clean-shaven, this guy in a beard can walk around with an extra fucking hunch or hump on his back. Yeah. The girl yeah. is perfectly disguised. It's bullshit. It did look ridiculous. But for example, you know when Qui-Gon Jinn dies in the, yeah. and he gets stabbed through the body, right? And that's yes. it. He has last words with Obi-Wan and then that's it. Someone else gets run through. Yeah, Re- Re- run Reva. Through. Ra- Raver. Oh, so you know. Reva. I know. Reva. Yeah, she gets like run through right. but she doesn't and die she's still alive somehow yes. that's by vader and it's <laughs> yeah. like why did vader why didn't vader just kill her off but then somebody somebody said themat- well, thematically speaking if you run her through then it agonizes it adds more agony to her pain and he just wants to cause pain rather than a quick death that's just fucking making us that's making maybe shit, that but is. then but then there's another thing there's another scene where he just kills people outright and he doesn't give a fuck about them yeah and, and thematically there is no need to put them in pain but with reva yeah okay you can make the argument that he wants to keep her in pain yeah but otherwise the canon is still intact but some people were like oh no this ruins their first confrontation because vader said i haven't felt a force since and it doesn't ruin that at all it's only it's only strengthened anyway we're talking about a tv show you haven't fucking watched yeah sorry man yeah let's let's, let's not talk about that i'm an angry man shouting at clouds over here you know from simpsons uh grandpa simpson yeah no it's his dad yeah grandpa yeah when you when i when i give you a reference you're supposed to play off it I don't want to. Not just make me think that you're not getting the <laughs> reference. Because I have to edit it out. If I don't think on a qualitative level, it's a good joke. I'll edit it, I'll edit it out and then... <laughs> the uncomfortableness... Adam, laugh at my jokes! Yeah, exactly. Laugh at my jokes! It's the uncom- funny! <laughs> because then the uncomfortableness makes it uncomfortable for the, for the listener. And they're like, what's going on here? They haven't, got, they haven't got the secret sauce in this episode today because it looks bad on you. Because you're not getting my jokes. You don't watch as much TV as me for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) The creator of the boys, going back onto the boys because I haven't finished speaking about it. Yeah, he said that Homeland is an allegory for Donald Trump. Okay, I can see it, but somehow the internet can deliver something to you because I never heard of the boys. I mean, I saw the, the the graphic on the website, but I never heard of anyone talk about it ever on the internet until. You told me to go and watch it. Then I started watching it, binge watching it. And, you know, not just watching it like a normal person because I binge watched it, bro. I've got to tell you that I binge watched it. Then I saw on Reddit, the boys, like a meme. And there was, these, right. there was this guy who was upset that the boys was political. And it's like they're saying, oh, season three has gone so political. I'm not watching it now. It's bullshit. It's all liberal left, lefty nonsense. And I'm like, how okay. can you not see the politics? From the very first episode. How can you not see that? And that, that makes me think about all these Star Trek fuckheads who can't tell the difference between the extreme left-wing progressiveness of New Trek versus the centrist allegorical takes in classic Trek. And they're like, no, 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 Star Trek's always been progressive. Yes, it has. 
but the tone of it has changed and you've got this fucking idiot complaining about the politics. Uh, Homelander is just, yeah. it's not fair. He's called Homelander. It's about the Homeland. Of course yeah. he's going to have Nazi vibes to him. Which part of it didn't you understand when... The, when even Stormfront <laughs> says, they like everything you say until you say Nazi. She says that yeah, as yeah. a justification. And she's right. And she, But she just happens to be a fucking Nazi as well. <laughs> it's this thin veneer of beautiful satire that I didn't think Americans were capable of writing, never mind understanding. Understanding is the second yeah, it was. fight in this. And some of them get the satire and a lot of them don't. They're just playing it like Homelander's a good guy. What, when he lasers people in the fucking I... face? <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's not like it's not like Superman either, is it? It's just like fucking... He does it slowly enough that she actually opens her mouth like... <gasps> And she's shocked at it. But then he tortures her in the beginning. He won't get rid of the child. And then he says, tell me, tell me how you really feel. And she has to admit, she's, in, she's covered in fucking Semtex. And she has to admit that she's scared of him. And that's still not enough. He's like, boom, dead. Because she lied to him. He's so depraved. Yeah. He's so fucking depraved. How can you see him as a good person? Along with all the <laughs> politics of the fact that they monetize. They're saying we monetize superheroes in the first fucking episode. And it's like, boom, this is what we're doing with celebrities. This is what we're doing with vapid fucking YouTubers who review stupid shit for 10 minutes minimum just to get the adverts in. And then Twitch streamers who, who, who stream all day in their fucking panties. And Twitch says, it's fine, you can do that. It's, it, it, it's not breaking the rules. But if a guy on Twitch says that they're breaking the rules, they, they get rid of the Twitch streamer who's complaining about it. The unfairness oh, of the yeah, system yeah. is represented inside this fucking TV show beautifully beautifully probably too beautifully that you've got to hit people over the head with politics so that they get it i don't like 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 with what new star trek does i like stormfront's character because it was very uh she used social media as a tool she said to homelander i've taken you down with like six guys making memes but she's like that's like a modern day use of propaganda which is pretty much what the nazis were doing back in back in the day they were using propaganda and it's just like what she's doing now she's using a new form of propaganda in this day and age it's just so cleverly done if you want to go on a layered sort of interpretation of what she's saying remember that she actually probably wanked off Goebbels and hitler she probably had him under the table wanking them off at some point so she's deep she's balls deep inside the nazi party it's the nazi party and through hitler that created this modern this, the propaganda that we have today begins its origins begin with the nazi party anyway so they knew how to manipulate a crowd yeah. and she's just she's just doing the yeah. same thing it does make a comment though about what does it say about having a discourse online when you can defeat somebody with memes people just want to fuck around and find and not really find out about the reality of a situation it's just that memes are good enough and that's it <laughs> it doesn't stop the interpretations do not stop and even when they were complaining so this this right wing guy was complaining about how it's anti right wing and the people in the reddit chat were saying oh this guy doesn't get it and then somebody said somebody else said yeah this is the same argument that star trek is having where people don't understand that politics has always been in star trek and it's like oh my god but you don't get it yeah you don't get that there's also a change between this kind of star trek and this kind of star trek it just it just never stops with they think they've got it they think they understand the boys and the satire but then when they take that approach to something a new property they, they still don't get the layering inside that either yeah we're full we're full of mistakes and fallacies or logical fallacies and cognitive biases. And this show is perfectly illustrating that, whether we know or not, either through the characters or through the discussion of the TV show itself. It's, it's so good. So fucking good. I wish I was paying for Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I'm I'm really glad you liked it though, man. That's really cool. I mean, do you have like a like what are your favorite characters in this show? What what's like your favorite sort of Black Noir? Black Noir is my favorite. <laughs> oh, honestly, really? I've always got the soft spot. I'm I can't remember the TV show or the movie that I watched, but I could find I could find it if I do seven seven six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon because I remember one of the actors, but I have to I know I have to look at this other TV show to get his fucking name. But in this movie I saw there was a silent black sort of protector of these aliens and he had one arm was a gun and they killed him and i and i was so upset that they killed this really cool alien protector (laughs) character but he didn't say anything and i really like black noir and black noir considering that he doesn't speak has a lot of character added to him yeah through his actions that get he gets more attention than some characters in in new star trek and yet they've got speaking roles (laughs) so for example in the flashback he wants to take the mask off even though it's a flashback and you're, you're kind of cheating but you actually know it's a black guy now with the mask off. And then he gets disfigured. But I actually thought he had a healing power anyway because somebody attacks him. Uh, the, the Japanese woman, Black Noir, kills her, but she hurts him. Yeah, yeah. And I thought he had a healing power, but I misunderstood because I guess she just saw all the scarring on his face, which gives you a hint of how he got, yeah. gets scarred in uh, Cambodia or whether. But when, the, when they make the public statement that Compound V was given to children, he starts crying and he's watching it on his phone like a kid, and he's upset about it. That just said a lot about who he is. And there is a human person inside of that mask. But ever since then, he's just been one note, sort of, I'm just going to kill everybody who gets in my way. It's good how he can emote through the mask and through the actual physical... Because all it is, it's just, it's all... There's no character to the, to the yeah. mask or the suit. It's just like he's just doing it based on either head movement or slight movements in the body and that and it's, it's so yeah. it's, it's very good when homelander comes in for the seven meeting and he's saying right we need to have a pep talk and talk about the state of the seven he's like but not you black noir <laughs> you're okay you're doing it you're, you're in there <laughs> no one has any conflict with black noir he doesn't cause any problems no i mean of course he's abducted mave in in the latest episode but other than that no one yeah. has a problem with him he's a really nice guy apart from the fact that he'll do as he's told and he'll kill people. But then what does that say? If you do as you're told and you kill people, you're still seen as a nice guy. <laughs> I like him as a character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's the most fucking brutal, probably, out of all of them because the damage that he's done is so is untold. And even in the animation that, that I watched, he does something that's kind of fucked up. And it's like, oh, okay, I still like you though. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it because you didn't spoil it for me. Yeah, okay. Just watch, I'll, I'll just watch. That, the last watch episode it. is pretty worth it. The last one is worth watching, okay? Because it feeds it directly into the into the TV show. The other ones don't. Okay. Yeah. All right, okay. I'll have, I'll have a gander with that, yeah. Do you have a favorite? I'm trying to think. I mean, it's too obvious to be like, oh, Homeland is like one of the ones, but he is he is so good. He is really, really good. The actor playing him um, is, is amazing. How his mouth can say one thing, but his eyes do another. Yeah, he just switches from one sort of emotion to the next, and... I just like the milk fetish. The milk fetish is like quite fucking funny. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're already talking about him, but we're not talking about his powers. We're talking about him as a person. And that's what makes him great. Like Butcher's really good, but he's just too on the... I don't know. He's, he's become more complex now. He's got this sort of like, he's become like basically a heroin addict for for like a temp V sort of thing. He's a bit of a cunt really now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he likes saying the word cunt a lot, which is quite good. Do you think his, ac- <laughs> do you think his accent is... Is a good English accent. I think it's. I think it's done purposely. It must be because he could probably do a, a better British accent than that. Because isn't he Australian? 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Carl Urban. Okay, Carl Urban. I'll just Google it. He's a New Zealand actor. Right. Okay, that's not far. That's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's New Zealanders, New Australians. Yeah. Same fucking thing. And um, can you imagine if you said that about two different black countries? People would yeah. People would go fucking apeshit over that. It's racist. <laughs> you say it about white, white countries and it's like, eh, don't care. The Irish and the English, perfectly the same. Don't worry about it. But I didn't hear the Britishness in the beginning. It's when they were giving descriptions of when, when they were trying to get A-Train at the beginning and then someone said, oh, there was a British guy. And then even then I thought, oh, maybe they're just confused because Americans can't tell the difference between an Australian accent and a British accent. It still didn't dawn on me that he was doing an English accent, a Cockney accent, I guess. And then, then yeah. it sunk in. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess all the rhyming slang just didn't get to me because Australians love to say cunt as well. It's one of their favorite words. So I yeah. just thought he was just doing an Australian accent. <laughs> just didn't hear it and now he's british i'm like uh okay uh, i'm just kind of questioning the validity of his british accent uh, i think i like stormfront she, she was really she made it quite an impact in season two so I, I did like her a lot okay yeah yeah she made a turn because you, you think she's like a cute girl who's sort of new age yeah and she's gonna fuck around with homelander and the rest of them in a different way where they're gonna be more responsible because she's she's like yeah. This, this this gender bollocks is bullshit and she's dissing on Starlight but then she turns Natty yeah, she, and it's like whoa okay that's a different turn she's gone yeah she, she she pokes fun at every bit of society she pokes fun at it all and she just pokes holes through everything and she's very smart in her first interactions with Homelander and Maeve she's live streaming straight away yes and they she knows that they can't do fuck over the camera in front of them so, so they've got to be they've got to play nice basically because she's like oh hey I'm the new member of the Seven, and their reactions are just like the fuck, and they can't do fuck all because she's there like, hey, it's just it's so yeah, it's it's really good. It's well well done with her haircut because it's shaved on the side. A lot of a lot of <laughs> yeah, a lot of contemporary media have this as as an identity for a woman, and therefore she's progressive because she shaves the size of her, side of her head. You think she's ultra left, but she turns out to be the opposite. But when you look at fascism, fascism is actually ultra left if you look at like communism is far right so if you look up let me look here wiki wikipedia yeah uh wiki fascism because someone pointed out the the political leaning of fascism and communism and they're saying that fascism is far right but fascism is against communism maybe i've even got it wrong because communism is also um, is also left leaning. Here we are talking about politics. It says it's far left. Shit, maybe I got it, <laughs> maybe I got it the wrong way around. But somebody, somebody, I can't remember. But somebody was making the point that fascism is also left wing. But anyway, she comes across as being left wing, but then she turns far far right. And the difference between the two. This is ultimately my point. The difference between the two isn't that much. Just like communism and fascism are almost practically the same because they will kill loads of people based on either class or race they demand absolute control absolute authority over others so it so what what is the difference and the show is kind of saying that it with that layering because you think she's liberal super liberal at the beginning and she's not she's og fucking far right <laughs> so what so when this yeah. guy is complaining about it being right-wing politics <clears throat> 
people have to understand that a lot of what is considered progressive is actually just far left politics which is dangerous which is basically just communism because they're trying to flatten out everything yeah. in society but people on that left-leaning side at the moment are saying no but being on the left is fine it's okay it's the right wingers that are the problem but then through discourse you find out like a lot of my friends from america are actually right-leaning and they're very accepting it's the lefties that i don't i don't have any friends who are like super progressive left the ones who wear the wear the flags in their profiles on twitter okay yeah the ones who have to tell you their fucking pronouns <laughs> yeah. i don't have any friends oh, like that yeah that i can talk to they're all either centrist or or of the right or right-leaning conservative and it's okay they all like seem they all seem super aggressive <laughs> yeah well of course because was... they're because they're the extremes but one of the extremes is yeah. seen as acceptable which is the left side have you seen the meme of the the b-52 bomber dropping bombs on foreign countries and they're saying this is this is the far right and then they show what the far left looks like and it's a b-52 bomber dropping bombs on foreign countries but with the pride flag on the on the plane have you seen that no that's that's basically <laughs> no. that's basically the political difference in the united states between the left and the right and yet they're so ideologically opposed to each each other you know what's shocking right. as well is that america actually has planes with the pride flag on them military planes with the pride flag so the meme was copied in real life life imitated art <laughs> wow jesus wow and they were boasting about having female pilots as well like all this liberalism and yet the objective is still the same just to destroy keep people in foreign countries <laughs> but we love you more while we're doing it jesus christ don't forget to be gay it's just dropping freedom everywhere <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, the more I talk about it, the more I love the politic political aspect of it. But maybe you don't want to talk about the political aspect of it like as much as I do. But the irony, the hypocrisy, <laughs> the contradictions inherent yeah. is so laid bare in this show. I should suck you off yeah. as a, I mean, as a, as a thank you for introducing <laughs> it to me. Yeah, I see it, but I, 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 don't, I don't delve into that. I don't really care about politics and stuff like that as much as probably you do. And, right. Yeah, it's not really my forte. Just remember punch me in the back of the head while, while, <laughs> while I'm doing it it's not gay <laughs> okay that's okay then and I'm not saying I'll enjoy it so I'm also not gay I just do it out, just out of kindness of my heart for you well don't don't enjoy <laughs> it that'll ruin it for me ah oh, man when they killed Doppelganger as well I was like what a fucking shame I like Doppelganger oh I know yeah because she comes back you think Elizabeth Shue's character comes back and it's like how does she come back and you think, oh of course they're using Doppelganger and he's yeah, and he just wants to fuck her, and then he can't keep his shape, and he gets upset. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, because he knows he's fucking a guy. But that actually makes that yeah. actually makes him very uh, accepting of others. He has to be, I guess. Oh yeah, he can. He's yeah, he's fine. So he's not anti-gay, and he's not racist either. Homelander is not racist because they say on the talk no, show, don't they? He... Well, look at the makeup. Are you actually progressive enough? It's like we talked about. We've got A Train who's black. We've got A Train, uh, not A Train. Black Noir, who probably is black, who, who doesn't identify as anything, right? Talk about the women on the team. And he's like, actually, you're right, which is interesting. Because when they said Donald Trump was a racist, Donald Trump was like, yeah, but I've got Ben Carson on the team. I hate Obama, but I've got Ben Carson. <laughs> he won't care anyway. He just hates everybody. He'll, just, he'll laser everybody. But it's not so clear cut. The show is saying that, yeah, these are bad people, but they've got some redeeming qualities that probably don't matter. At least they're not a racist. At least they're not sexist. 
Donald Trump, you yeah. can't say you can't say he was an out and out racist. He said some stupid shit, and he was acting racist. But then the fact that he has Ben Carson on his team, what's that about? You have to look at it yeah. in a more detailed way and say, well, maybe he's classist. Maybe he doesn't give a fuck about poor people. That's why he doesn't care about black people in poor neighborhoods. But he cares about rich black people. That's probably more more like it, yeah. Probably there's some nuance there to be had. You can't just say, boom, you're right wing. Boom, you're racist. Boom, you're sexist. Just because of one tweet, one word. Trump is an asshole. I'm not. I'm not giving him a pass on anything. You have to look at it with more nuance. Just like Hitler. Hitler was a vegetarian, and yet he hated. He hated certain <laughs> swaths of society. <laughs> right? But he's a vegetarian. And aren't most assholes vegetarian anyway? Right. Are you vegetarian still? Uh, is there anything else you want to say about this TV show? I'm just glad it got renewed for season four. I'm really glad that you basically liked it to binge watch it enough. So, <laughs> and even watch the cartoon stuff that's out there. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I thought you'd like it. I didn't think you wouldn't like it. I just thought it is a well-written show and it is really good. And it is a breath of fresh air from the Marvel and DC formula that's out there already. And it does poke fun at that sort of, at its own sort of self as well. It pokes fun at the superhero genre in general. I think that's the sort of thing I like about it. And you're right, I don't really, I didn't really think about it, but yeah, there isn't enough nudity with women in it. <laughs> we need more nudity with women in it. Um, but yeah, the graphic stuff's in there, it's gory. You mean, not women, you mean people with uteruses. Oh yeah, I've got to use the proper pronouns, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, forgot i forgot about that that's what it is now it's tribalism you know no one listens to this <laughs> um tribalism is everywhere now and we can't offend anybody ever why are you holding that mic like that i'm, I'm holding it like this because i'm talking deeply into it okay it's very phallic don't forget i know yeah that's what we're talking about graphic stuff it's getting me uh thinking about stuff um to go back on doppelganger because we've only got a minute something with this fucking zoom they killed doppelganger but that made me think that doppelganger was being held hostage by homelander and he had to act out probably his fantasies so probably i, I felt sorry for home uh, for doppelganger because he tried to pretend to get out yeah i i saw him as being desperate and he thought oh i'll just replicate homelander and then homelander can fuck himself and it's it's a soft way of saying go fuck yourself, and then Homelander's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't need you, fuck this. Oh, to show how self-serving Homelander is, he's getting wanked off by Stormfront in her in her bed with her one remaining arm, and she has to be emotional support for him rather than he give her any emotional support for her condition. He just doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah, the writing is so fucking good. It's a shame that we didn't watch this from the start together and then we could review it by episode by episode because obviously it's been a bit of a, a clusterfuck of us just like talking about it in different different uh different bits but yeah it is what it is there's so many scenes that i love there's so many scenes that i just i love about the show just the fact that he could like there's an, a special forces unit about to storm that drug den and he just sort of lands down he's like hey guys yeah. you're the real heroes <laughs> and he just goes in there and fucks them all up right what's uh what's left we were just talking as final thoughts, really, on the boys. Yeah, you were talking about the 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 the, the, the SWAT team coming in. 
Yeah, I just like real-world situations that are just like we would find dead complex and they're like dead serious and then he just comes in just like, it's all right, I've got it from here. And he just goes in there and just starts taking them all out to, uh, what was the song in the background? I think it was, um, I think it was Rock the Casbah on it by... Oh, okay. Yeah, that was just, it was just funny. And it's just the contrast. Obviously, obviously he's like, he's meant to be like this Superman sort of, basically a mirror image of Superman. But you never see Superman use his laser, laser vise for like cutting people in half, which was what they would probably do. And in this, it's just like, nope, that's what they do. They cut people in half and they can maim people. He has the same weakness as well that they mentioned when, um, after, they, after they find the body of the invisible guy and he says that he can't see through zinc. Yeah. And Superman can't yeah, see through it. lead. That's his weakness. I wonder if that'll come into play again. I liked how the French guy can figure out ways to kill superheroes. Yeah, that was good. It's cool when he figured out, oh, I just put Semtex up the invisible man's ass and blow him up from the inside out. <laughs> but his skin will still be intact, so you've got to hide that fucking skin. Yeah, translucent. Oh, I remember that. Oh, my God. How long ago was that for you? Was that like two years ago when you first watched it? Did you watch it when it came yeah, out? Yeah, it would have been, yeah. You watched it yeah. when it came out and you never bothered to tell me. I don't know why I didn't tell you about it. Holy fuck. It's very strange. It's very strange how I've only just sort of mentioned it to you recently. Yeah, just out of the blue. So weird. Yeah, it is odd. 